And we're off. I thought that was a great way to start, boys. Yeah. Happy with it. Yeah, happy with it? Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah Good start. Off the dome, pretty happy with that one. But brand new podcast. Um, there's been a few in the making for a while, but the, the bloke to my right, the new bloke who has come on board, Mr. Nicholas Lott, is the name of the show at this stage. It hasn't been announced yet. We're not sure, but... Nicholas Slot, uh, welcome to the lottery, mate. Uh, thanks for coming on board. No, thanks for having me. Great. Glad to be here for one show. I already have a show named after me. So, yeah, well, you've it's only up for me, surely. Let's talk about what the show is basically based around. Um, I'll give you hunting. Yep. Great start. That's all we need. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. So, <laughs> so thanks for joining. See you next week, boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, it is. It's going to be based around punting, mainly horse racing. Um, we're going to have a little bit um, in the future to do with. Jockeys, trainers, I'm putting myself under the pump here because we've locked absolutely nothing away, but um, that's what we want. We've had a few influx of people saying, give us some tips. I don't know why they're asking us for tips, but they're desperate. They must be desperate. But we'll give a rundown on um, obviously the races that have happened, races coming forward, your big race meets and anything else in between. So, And also joining me is the 2IC from the original show, Sports Confidential, Ben Hicks. Welcome, mate. Thanks, mate. I'm glad to be here. Very excited with the uh, new episodes that are going to be coming out with punting. Hopefully, uh, raises the bank account for most of the people out there, especially me. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, a few big guests on the horizon. I think you've said. So looking forward to them. Yeah, the Friday fill-up is um, <laughs> another name I've just come up with right now. Just rolling um, along. This yeah, I'm, I'm on fire. fire. So yeah, Friday fill-up's going to be great as well. We're going to. Have a couple of quaddies here, a couple of best bets, a couple of roughies. Um, anything else, like I said, again, in between. But let's, without further ado, take a step back to the Autumn Carnival. Is that wrapped up now, even though it's still Autumn? I'm not actually quite sure. Most um, of the group ones, like the main Autumn Carnival was based around Melbourne and Sydney. Yeah. And Melbourne's one goes for way less than Sydney's one. So Sydney's one's wrapped up with all aged and the champagne, I believe. Not too sure, but I think that was their last of the group ones. Now it's heading over to the Winter Carnival, which is basically your Adelaide and your um, Queensland races, where all the group ones are at the moment. That's why the show is named after you, mate. You're off to a <laughs> flying start. Um, do you know, I don't know, I'm just asking questions out loud here, a bit of questions without notice. Is that because the weather down here is not that great in Melbourne and Sydney, or is it just for the fact that it's good to give them some exposure? I think it's to give them some exposure too. I like it's the weather shit everywhere at that time of year in Australia, so it doesn't really matter. I think we're like we're pretty much bookend for the spring carnival and everything. So autumn, the best autumn racing is based in Sydney. You've got like all the best races in autumn are based there, and where all the best horses are. Um, Melbourne ones aren't as big as our spring carnival, but that's kind of our thing is the Victorian spring carnival. So yeah, I think it's just to spread them out everywhere else. Best horse that you've watched. And it can be, we'll do of all time and also in the last, let's say the last year, calendar year. Live or like physically being there or watched a video of? Hey, no, we'll go with best that you've watched and then also best that you've loved over the, probably let's say the last summer. Or, right. Okay. Um, best it, I've watched. Yep. And what Lottie said, seen live was obviously Wings. Got to watch Cox plates. I think um, we were all there that day, weren't we? Yeah. yeah. Were you there the same day as I think, I think was, we might have been, yeah. yeah the the four people, I think we were all there. Yeah. Grand, the ground was shaking. Yeah, it, was, it was the most packed I've ever seen in the race course. Yeah. And it went absolutely off. So definitely Winks is uh up there for me. And oh recently, um 
giga kick I've been um, enjoying watching. Um, obviously, won the Everest. Um, yeah, I'd say giga kick for me. Really, I think I loaded up on Nature Strip that day. Anyway, the Segway but, King Hicksy, because giga kick's going to be in the conversation <laughs> later on. Um, he's going to be featuring in a big race. What about you, Laurie? I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, haven't seen the many good horses around now, but seeing Wings in the from what I actually seen of her was. About over the top, about a thousand cunts head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we say that and she looked good. She looked good on the big screen, but other than that, you couldn't really get too good. You couldn't get too close to her. But um, so that was pretty good win. But other than that, we've been going to the Blue Diamonds the last couple of years, and we've seen um, Artorias win, and that was one of the best wins I've ever seen in person. Right then, we were pretty blind at the time, but even the next morning, we woke up, watched the replay, I was like, "Fucking hell, I think more like a." Good thing. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. For really me, um, I might be going back in the time machine like we usually do for the AFL segments, but um, probably my first love and watching of horse racing would be Maccabi Diva. Yeah. Low-hanging fruit, but to win three Melbourne Cups in the way that Glenn Boss did that, uh, it's just iconic, pretty much wearing the Australian colours as well. Naughty, if you will. <laughs> um, and for me, this one is more of a soft spot. Because um, it takes my money every week, but I still think it's going to win, and I still love it. And it and it has had some good wins, and that's probably what draws me back and what draws everyone back on punting. But I love I'm Thunderstruck, yep. and it, it breaks my heart all the time. What? I'm Thunderstruck. Yeah. Breaks my heart. It's my favourite horse of the last year. When's the next race? I got put down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am oh, you a, just I, tugged at his heartstrings there, Laurie. <laughs> you just... It's his show, so he's taken over here. And I was. Did just, you actually know that or not? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. He, <laughs> from what I said, yeah. I said like you didn't know. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry to break this, it. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah. I'm going to ruin this place it's, day. It's like our podcast. It's real anti. Like we go to build it up and then everyone just goes, yeah, no, you suck. <laughs> and um, it's true. But uh, like it said, it, it can't give me any more losses anymore, which is a bit disappointing. But it was a good horse. And come second in, what was it? It was close to. It, oh, it nearly beat Animal on the Cox Plate. Animal, yeah. that's the one. Yeah. It lost by about half a header. Yeah, I, reckon, it was in it, the end. It, it, I can't like from where it was like to come around the mall and still get within that length at the end of two thousand meters was outrageous and just yeah. never got it done since. But that's why this podcast is taking so long. I had to sell all the equipment because it lost. But <laughs> without further ado, I reckon we get ready for the weekend's um, festivities. Let's start with Flemington. Obviously, we've got. Would you say three big race races race courses this weekend? Yeah, you got the, the main ones are obviously Flemington, um, Doombin and Morphville. You've got two group ones uh around the you got the Doombin ten thousand in Doombin, um, obviously, and the South Australian Derby at Morphville. Um Scone has New South Wales general metro meeting of the weekend, but they've just got a couple of group and li- listed races there, so they got good horses, but the races themselves aren't that flash. But yeah, for for the Victorians, we've got the Andrew Ramsden, um, which is the golden ticket into the Melbourne Cup. So you've got a lot of stays in that race who are yet to win their way into the race, and this is their best opportunity they're going to get at the moment. So look forward to it. We'll start off with our. We'll start with Flemington, our our home course. Would you say it's your home course? Yeah, I reckon I've only been there once, but yeah, sure. What would be your favourite course in Melbourne as we're going on about it? Uh, or favourite course the, you've been to even. Let's go with that. I'm just asking. Uh, Flemington is a um, beautiful course, especially with the new 
submarine they've put on there. Oh, no, the Titanic they've put on there, yeah. sorry. Um, Hopefully it doesn't sink, but yes. Mooney Valley I enjoy, actually. Mm. Mooney Valley's yeah, really nice. That's one of my favourites. Yeah, I think, well, I've been to. I think we've been to two Cox Plates, um, but yeah, I've, I've I've gone to a lot of the Blue Diamonds and shit too at Caulfield. Caulfield's a good track; they're getting renovated right now, obviously. But yeah, I, I reckon Mooney Valley is a really good course, like for yep. the Friday night lights and everything that they do, and like Cox Plate Carnival and everything. It's everyone, everything's so tightly packed together. It can be a bit of a hit and miss at times, but when it's packed and filling. A Cox Plate and shit, there's nothing like it. It is a really good ground to go watch races at. Yeah, we love Cox Plate, so let's talk about Flemington and get right <laughs> into it. So a few, not maidens, I wouldn't say. There's a lot of benchmarks to start the day um, and a couple of sprints, but let's go with your best for the day, boys, at Flemington. doesn't have to be the main race, which we will get into later on, but what's your best for the day? Um, we'll start with the... the the proclaimed host or name of the show, Lottie, what have you got for us? I reckon there's a pretty good one going around in first leg of the quarter, so I, I don't think we're going to take it one out in the quarter simply because it doesn't really work previously, but the Jumbuck for me looks an absolute solid bet. It is unbeaten over the track and trip 1,200 at Flemington down the straight. Um, beat its Last start, it's Sandown to beat Outlaws Revenge, who has just gone, gone on to win the Wongoom. Um at the Wool Carnival just gone. And I think Outlaws Revenge is actually favourite in the one of race eight there in the exact same day. So that's a pretty good form line to carry in. And if he's running up to anywhere near that, you've got a couple other horses in there. She's all class, has been running all right. It's our time is more unlucky than Brof. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, like in that race, there's really nothing else that's been that good down the straight before. She... I think it's a – yeah, it's a gelding to he. Yeah, he's two for two over the 1,200 down the straight, gets bugger all weight. I reckon he looks pretty good bet. So he's around three bucks. So if you wanted to take a shorter quality, I'd definitely suggest taking him one out, but I don't think we will. But that's definitely a play in someone's book, I reckon. Excellent, Smithers. Now, on to Hicksie. What have we got, mate? Um, I've actually gone for the favourite in the main race, uh, White Marlin. Um, it's favourite for the Melbourne Cup at the moment. So if it wins this, obviously it goes into the Cup. Um, Gay Waterhouse has it primed, ready for this race, and um, I think, yeah, it's going to get the chockies. All right, I love that. Now it's time for Brof's best Brumby for the weekend. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I did stuff that one up before, but I'm quite happy with it, to be honest with you. Now let me t- take you into this one. I was going to take the piss and become the villain, um, a bit like a Collingwood supporter, a bit like the kiss of death and the tipping, anything you like, but... I'll be the hero here in the first week, and I'm going to take Altivo in race four, um, number 17. Joy McNeil, three from three. Uh, what more could you ask from the start, to be honest, at the for this race? Uh, it's, it's the top tip for a reason. We want to start with a win. It's good on a soft track. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of it. $2.45, um, just park the, park the truck up, have a crack at it. That's me first best bet for the weekend, boys. Do we want to get into the quaddy now, or do we want to go around the grounds or around the courses? We should be saying courses. Yeah, I reckon I can go around the courses. I reckon we can say the quaddy till later. Yeah, no, that's just my opinion. But to you guys, hey, it's a free flowing show here. So um, we'll go. We'll go across to Doombin now, and like you spoke about, the main race there at Doombin is the Doombin Ten Thousand, which you presume is at Doombin. Um, Last year it actually wasn't. 
Is that is that it was it, it was about a heavy thirteen, oh. so they physically couldn't run it there, so they ran it over the road at Eagle Farm. I reckon it's the first, I think it's the first time in history that they actually. Oh, don't, don't quote me on that, but yeah, it was it was actually run at Eagle Farm last year. Yeah, huge yeah. facts. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I don't think it's research. I think it's just pure Knowledge. hunting. <laughs> I reckon he was sitting there. He goes, "I'm on the favourite here. It's got on a heavy." I was, and it won, and it's running again this year. Oh, it, it look at him go! It's paying about nine. It's number two, Marzu. He won the exact, exact same race last year, but it was at Eagle Farm, and it was on a different track than what you're going to get there this weekend. Yeah, it loves a heavy that Marzu. Um, Four one one from six starts. But who are you going with for the Doom in ten thousand? You simply cannot go past Gear Kick. Yeah, like the form speaks for itself. It's second. It's it's the second best rated horse in Australia. It's like the eighth best. It's not. I think it's in the top ten best rated horses in the world at the moment. If you want to go in at a dollar seventy five and truck into it, by all means. Um, but certainly don't think you could make a case for anything else around it to beat it. Maybe Yaf Cabin, but then again, he hasn't been running up against Nature Strip and I wish I win and beaten him. Hasn't run anywhere near that. So, don't know. Pixie, what do you got? Well, I can't say much else after that. He's covered it well. Um, yeah, you can't go past Giga Kick. Obviously, $1.75. So, um, hopefully, by race eight, you've got enough money to absolutely load up. Great start from you, boys. I think you've been excellent additions to the new show that we're calling Lottery. Now we're going to have to call it because I've said it that many times in this <laughs> show. But um, this is the first time I've I felt you're wrong. I think Gigi gets done. What she do you got then? She has got done before. Um, we're looking at the lovely blue silks. Uh, James Cummings is uh, taking very well after Bart Cummings. Um, number five, Valana. Uh, now, it is paying a juicy $13 at the moment. It will come in on Saturday. Do not worry about that. But it is career starts, seven wins from 12 starts. Um, it's good on a soft track, two uh, two wins from three, and on a heavy, three wins from four. Um, I've spoken to the rain gods as well. They expect it to bucket down and go from a soft five, hopefully out to a heavy eight. So upset of the week, Um Back the truck up yet again. I think Valani gets it done. And, gee, you'll be hearing about it next <laughs> week, boys. It might be a solo episode if that gets up. Hey, fuck. I don't mind it. I have a feeling that you're not going to get into single digits with any of your horses. You're always going to be $10 plus. That's what you need. You need a bit of them, especially for quarties. That'll get you well, a I wouldn't be favourite at Flemington. Yeah. Just <laughs> like that little safety net. Um, and it pro- that'll probably Just get rolled. Case. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> that'll probably get rolled, but that's all right. Um, you never know. Let's shoot across now to the scummy South Australians. Oh, I'm just kidding. We love them across over there. But the Thomas Farms South Australian Derby or Derby? What are we going with, Derby or Derby? I think, I think, it's, I think it is Derby, but I think we think it's a Derby. But it's like D-E, like yeah. Derby. <coughs> derby. I think it's like Americans call it. It's like the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, But I think we just Derby. I think it's just easier. All right. Fire away, boys. Whenever you're ready. Well... Uh, race seven, boys. Yeah, I've gone for a, a juicy one here. Um, I've gone at number four, high approach at 17. So um, I'm not sure why. It just stood out to me. Um, and I think – where are we? Sorry. Uh, John Allen on board as well as a jockey. Um, I just think it gets the win. I'm not sure why. I've just had a quick look and picked it. So that's pretty much it. 
No, great call. <laughs> Love it. Honesty is the best policy. On to you, Lottie. Uh, well, Nixie does make a good case. Like Johnny, if you Johnny Allen's one, there's already been two two group ones run over in Warfield. You had the um, you had the Oaks and you had the Sangster last weekend, and Johnny Allen's already won both of them. So he's going for three in a row. But I reckon he's going to get rolled by the WA Mayor, the favourite. Um, Parnham is flying over, which he really live. He rarely leaves WA to come over and ride anywhere else. So for him to fly, it's not too big of a trip, I guess. But he's definitely travelling for that horse. And he just got rolled the last last start. Only got rolled by Johnny Allen and a fair survive in the Oaks. Four eighty isn't too bad of a price, and it's going up from two thousand twenty five hundred. But it's one over twenty four hundred meters in Ascot. Parnham's ridden it on pretty much not all its occasions, but Parnham's had one one or two wins on it. It nearly ran down um, Pikey in the Derby over there, like the West Australia Derby. You come, yeah, so it come third to Awesome John and, and Pikey over there only a, only a month or two ago. So, do you reckon Chris Parnham is taking over Pikey's legacy of what punters know? Say so, so. Yeah, Pikey's kind of fallen in a bit of a hole, especially when you come back over. He started off all right, but. Yeah, he's been riding back over there a fair bit now. Anyway, he's he's pretty much based back at home. He, he went to the um, Magic Millions Carnival, I think. I can't remember. He, he went to a carnival just recently, but he's pretty much moved back as I as I know. There we go, scoops just goes bang. So she's fit for yourself. Yeah, I'd say so. Four dollars eighty at this stage. Reminder that we are recording on a Wednesday. So if you're looking at the odds and they've come shooting down, considering we've got on them, uh, that's not our fault. Um, I'll take a roughie in this race because I feel like I would have probably gone she's fit um, as well. I want to go number two, Aberfeldy Boy. Uh, Craig Newitt, great jockey, been around for a while now. Um, six career starts, one win, four placings. Um, likes a soft track though and 2,500 metres um, is anyone's game. So that's my favourite there. Not favourite, sorry, that's my pick there because <laughs> if that's the favourite, oh boy. But let's get into our Flemington Quaddy now. Let's zip through it. The listeners are telling for this. I know they've been hanging around for it. So, Hixie, do you want to give a bit of an insight as to how we're going to run this? Uh, yes, I believe we are – you can cut this out if it's wrong, but I believe we are putting $50 in. 50 bucks, Yeah, right. Yep. Oh, now I've got to do it. <laughs> News to and, me. Um, and putting a Quaddy in um, – Every week, I believe, if the money's right. We we'll do it <laughs> yeah. every week. <laughs> if yeah. not, maybe once or twice a year on the main events. But um, for this week, we'll jump uh, back to our home course for this weekend anyway, Flemington. Yep. Um, starting at race six. Uh, I'll read the numbers out and you read the horses out if that's all right because I haven't written the horses' names down. Nah, it's all lotty, mate. Go all for right. it. Too much to ask. So race six, we started with... Two, four, five, and six. So we've got She is All Class at $9.50. John Buck, the favourite, is at $3. It's Our Time is at $4.20. And Barbie's Fox is at $9. So John Buck was your best bet of the day. Yeah. So we'll be looking to see that get the dub. Yep. Um, I picked She's All Class for those playing at home. Um, <laughs> that'll get up. On to the next race now, Hixie. Uh, race seven, going for five, 10, 11, and 17. So we've bit got, of value there. Yeah, so the five, I put this five in there. If you watch its last start, its last start was in the Group 1 um, Sydney Cup, 3,200 metres, and it was paying 151 to 1, 
and I had it in the quaddy and I had 60% of the quaddy and I've never cheered a, ho- a horse <laughs> home as hard as I did that thing. It looked home as houses, 150 to 1, and it got gobbled up on the line and I was oh. devastated. And I lost the next three legs anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never had 151 horse in a quaddy leg before, so I was absolutely going off my head. Um but yeah, so that happened. But yeah, it's it, like it's a dead sad stay. So I, I I can't believe it's twenty seven bucks. To be honest, that's a for each way punters out there. That's definitely one to have a look at. Um, White Marlin being yeah. the favourite at two dollars fifty. Yeah. Um, great record. Um, Hitsy, I think that was your best for the day, wasn't it? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, low hanging fruit, but got to take it sometimes. Did you did you just watch its last run? No, I didn't. It it's, lost. Yeah, so yeah, obviously. Um, yeah, yes. <laughs> it, it was a dollar. It was it was meant to race on the Anzac Day, but when that got postponed for the um, uh, Dean Holland incident, they moved some of the races around. Then it ended up running on a Thursday night at Pakenham, and it lost at a do- I think it finished at a dollar fifteen. Oh wow! And it went on un- it went under at a, a people it opened it at like a dollar fifty, and blokes were still backing it from a dollar fifty into a dollar fifteen, and they got rolled. It'll bounce back this yeah. week. Has to, has to. Now. Has to. <laughs> to race eight. Do we put the other? Do we say all the horses for that? Ah, uh, there's a few roughies out there. That I'm sure the listeners can. Uh, I say, I can't remember. What do the rewind, but we had just quickly again. If you didn't get them, we had five, ten, eleven, and I'm missing one. Seventeen. Seventeen as well. Which is Luna Flair, which I've black booked, so it must have won me money in the past. Yeah. Yes, love it. All right, uh, on to race eight now. Third uh, leg of the quaddy, the premiership leg. Race eight, and we're still in the quaddy. We have three, four, seven, and eight. So we got Crosshaven at eight bucks. We got King Magnus at six fifty. Uh, Outlaws Revenge, which is the Wongoon winner, just coming out of that into four forty, and it was eight, was it? Eight, yes. Yeah, Morvada at ten bucks. We're Linda Meach on. This is a good quaddy so far. I like that. If we get a couple of those big ones up there, it could be playing well. Very juicy. Yes, we might be hosting this live from. Uh, Flemington next race. <laughs> uh, on to the last leg, which we're still in for. I know we are. We are, and it's looking juicy. So we've got one, two, eight, and 14. So we've got Renosu at seven fifty, Airman at $4.20. Uh, I've really forgotten the numbers again. Eight. KGB, yep, at 15 bucks, And 14. And 14 is taught you could <laughs> at $21. Who's put that in there? You know it was me, please. <laughs> Everyone always goes, oh, imagine if we had to put that in at the end and we would have won this. Well, guess what? I've put it in this week, boys. I've put it in. Brove's best Brumby in the last race at Flemington. That amounts to, if I'm not mistaken, 20% that you'll be getting, and that's off a $50 bet. So, um, of course, gamble responsibly. Um, Gamble successfully. Gamble successfully. (laughs) And if applicable, gamble big on this, Quaddy, because it's going to be looking really good. So... Um, is there anything else we want to touch on like we do in the other podcast um, before we make it wraps on the pilot episode of the lottery? No, sounds a bit good for me. No, I think it's been pretty good. I reckon there's a, if there's any other horse out there, it's one other horse, Lethal Thoughts. It's going. It's dual accepted for Morpheville and Flemington. Um, it's in the guineas. I'm wishing it goes to... The Adelaide Guineas, because it is an absolute certainty if it goes there at 270. That's race eight, number one. But if it goes around in Flemington, it's in race three, I believe. 
and I think it's about four bucks over here, but I'm not as keen as it on it here if it runs over here. So if it ends up staying in Morpheville, I'd say get on that as well. But that won't know until about Friday or Saturday, so we'll have to post that around then. But that is another good bet, I reckon. So I'll be posting this on the socials, obviously a bit of a build-up for it. Um, if anyone's got any tips they want to add, any questions, feel free to let us know. We've obviously got the Mostro on here now. He's fire and ready to go. He's still looking at the form guide. I don't think he's listened to the podcast anymore. He's that keen to get us all a couple of winners. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in for the first episode. Um, congrats on the debut, Lottie. We ha- how'd you feel going into it? Shit myself, but I've made it through. So. <laughs> no, he was... You've natural, well. yeah. natural, mate. Absolutely flying. Just took over the mic. You even gave me a couple of whacks on the way through, <laughs> yeah. which is <laughs> probably deserving. So make sure to follow us on all socials, five-star rating, blah, 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 all of that. Yes, the T-shirts will be in soon. They are literally around the corner. And by around the corner, I mean they're at my brother's house, around the corner. So I will be picking them up and they will be on the social. So thanks for tuning in to the pilot episode. Look forward to reflecting on our winners um, next week. And uh, we'll see you then. Cheers, boys. Thank you. Thank you.